Dr. Marketing Tips, paging Dr. Marketing Tips. Dr. Marketing Tips, you're needed in the marketing department. Welcome to the Dr. Marketing Tips Podcast, your prescription to the answers you seek to grow your medical practice easier, better, and faster. This show is all about connecting practice administrators and medical marketing professionals with peers working in practices, learning from experiences, making mistakes, and sharing successes. Let's get started. Hello, and welcome to the Dr. Marketing Tips podcast. I'm Corey, one of your hosts, and with me today is Chad Rausch, Insight Marketing Group's Digital Marketing Manager, to break down all the big announcements made at the 2021 Apple Worldwide Developer Conference, otherwise known as WWDC, and share how those changes may affect marketing at your medical practice. Hi, Chad. Hi, how are you today? I'm doing well. Thank you. Thanks for joining us. No problem. So yeah, we're excited you're here, excited to kind of break down some of the big changes for medical marketers. So for our listeners, let's start with the top. So let's talk a little bit about what the WWDC is and why some of the stuff announced there should really matter to them. Yeah, well, the WWDC is like a little conference that Apple puts on every June. And a lot of times people look for the big announcements out of it, like new iPhone features, new Mac features, things like that. Because basically what it is, it's they're going to the people who develop software and peripherals for them and let them know what's coming up so they can get an idea of what they have to develop for and what changes they might have to make in their peripherals and their software. So it's usually a big, exciting thing. And so this year, privacy being a big issue for Apple, because if you guys remember earlier this year, they did make some privacy changes in the Apple hemisphere that you have to, as a user, opt in to privacy, which made some issues for Facebook ads is not being able to track their conversions and their results as well. So there's been some adjustments in there. So and now the new changes they've announced um, also is going to affect marketers like us, even at a small practice level where they've announced two new features. One is they are going to not transmit open rates from anyone who uses Apple mail programs. And they're also for any form fill. So if you have like, you know, on your website that says request an appointment and someone fills out a form, they're working out a way to have a randomized email in there. So you can still fill out the form, but then you won't get you know information back from that practice. And those are two things that are going to certainly affect how we track, how we find, and how we get to, to our patients. So what that means is when someone goes to check a mail from it just, is it any Apple device or is it only a first party Apple app when they open these emails? Um, it seems like it's going to be their Apple um, iPhone mail program, which, you know, when you get your iPhone, you set up your mail through there, you can set up, it doesn't matter what your actual email is. If it's through Gmail, it's through whatever, it can still be collected and read through the Apple mail app, which actually accounts for 38.9% of marketing emails right now. So it's a huge chunk of our email. Second, Gmail was second, and then Apple Mail, which would be the desktop version, was third, around like 11-something percent. So what's going to happen is that when you go to whichever email provider you use to send your marketing emails, constant contact, things like that, typically when you look at your metrics, it's going to tell you you sent so many emails and so many of those people opened it. It's a really good metric we like to use to see how far our message got got out to, to our, our mailing list. Well, when if they start hiding that, we're not going to have that metric. We're not going to be able to tell, hey, this is how successful an email campaign was or was not. Again, it's 
just part of their privacy initiative. So hopefully there will be some workarounds developed in the future. It's kind of early. They just kind of announced that they're going to, this is something they want to do. I think it's more for towards the fall. So hopefully some workarounds will come around or maybe we'll find some different metrics. It's going to be a problem that the constant contacts of the world are going to have to figure out to help better service their our clients. Because at, at that point, we're their customers. So they have to satisfy us. Are you ready to make marketing easier? Join Dr. Marketing Tips Lab to unlock awesome tools and coaching from the experts you hear every week on this podcast. Hi, my name is Christiana Oyunchi, and I'm the Dr. Marketing Tips Lab Community Manager. My job is to make sure you know about all the great features Lab has to offer and to answer questions you may have. Speaking of features, your Lab membership comes with tons of marketing templates, checklists, webinars, how-to guides, and even a monthly coaching call with Corey, Jennifer, and the entire Dr. Marketing Tips podcast team. Learn more and sign up at drmarketingtipslab.com to streamline your marketing and kickstart practice growth today. That's drmarketingtipslab.com. See you in the lab soon. Right, right. And so Apple is blocking these tracking pixels, which are sometimes in the emails or sometimes even when you click on a link or click on a photo. And these little tiny pixels are used to kind of gather information about the people that that are opening them. And so Apple sounds like they're going to really double down on this whole privacy thing. And it's also going to let you hide your device's IP address when you open these messages. So senders like us or like you, listener, when you send out something from your practice through a constant contact or MailChimp or whatever program that you're using, it's going to make it more difficult to easily link you to your other online activity. So again, we're trying to build these profiles and we go to, let's say we go to Facebook and we want to run an ad and we're trying to choose the proper audience to receive our ad. And so let's say you're a plastic surgeon and you're focused on facial plastic surgery. So you're looking for, let's say someone that's 40 to 50 and a female with $100,000 of annual income who's interested in, I don't know, spas and cosmetics, that kind of thing. One way to see that stuff is to kind of scrape and and gather this information and paint the picture of who this person kind of is, obviously without knowing exactly who they are, but you want to get as close to that target as possible when you're setting up this ad so that when you go to serve the ad, you're not paying for someone that is never going to use your service. You're getting in front of the right person at the right time, in the right way, on the right device, all of that fun stuff we always talk about. And what Apple is doing here is they're saying, well, let's kind of make it very clear where this line is. And we're not going to let these apps put together all of this information. And even though they may not know exactly who you are, Apple is taking the step of saying, we're going to keep all of our users' data and privacy as secure and kind of close to the vest as possible and hide this from these marketing programs and things like that so that we can maybe, and we don't really know. So that's kind of the interesting part too, right, Chad? Is like, we don't really know what this means for us, but maybe we're not going to be able to see clues about physical location anymore, or maybe we're not going to be able to, to see other activity to kind of paint the picture of 
other hobbies or interests this potential ad target may have, right? That's true. And it's, it's still early. They basically just made the announcement, like I said, and they made it to their developers. They made it to the Googles of the world, the Facebooks of the world. They were at that conference. They heard it. They're going to get the white papers telling them how it's going to work. And so, like I said, the constant contact and the MailChimp, they're going to have to get this white paper, look at it, see how it works. And they're going to have to, like Facebook did with the iOS change earlier this year, they're going to have to make their adjustments to the system. So it's, yeah, it's going to be a shakeup. I wouldn't worry too much because, I mean, I've been in this game long enough to where, I mean, 15 years ago, if I remember correctly, when you used to go to your Google Analytics, they would tell you what page someone came from, like the website the person came from and what website they left to go to. And they would tell you that that's you know kind of invasion of privacy and they curtailed that back. And we all adapted. So we'll be able to adapt through this. It's just a matter of, we just don't know how we're going to adapt yet. We're going to have to wait and see what's in those white papers and what's going to be those physical changes. Like I said, because it's going to be up to constant contact with MailChimp to make their changes to satisfy us as customers. Yeah. And it sounds like the bottom line is essentially it's going to be harder to track user opens and clicks and kind of tie them to this big audience. But that's not really a problem for us as the marketers to worry about. Like you were saying, it's a problem for the MailChimps and the constant contacts of the world to figure out because they're going to still need to report on these metrics because we're going to need them as their customers to continue using their service. Our big change is going to be learning how to educate the people we're reporting up to, whether it be the doctors, the practice board, whatever, let them know, okay, we used to report this way. Now we're going to have to report this way. Yeah. And one thing that I thought was interesting too, and this one didn't get as much publicity, but I want to mention it. So Apple during this conference also announced like an iCloud plus service they're calling it. And then within that service, there's something called private relay, which is essentially, at least my understanding is it's like a virtual private network or VPN that's first party Apple, which is crazy. So VPNs are essentially something that will encrypt website traffic. So other, uh, again, all back to privacy, but it encrypts website traffic so that marketers can't see what you're looking at. And then again, use that to kind of create like an audience. So this private relay is going to encrypt traffic coming and going from an Apple device. And it's going to remove some of these clues that websites use to identify you. Now, this is a paid feature, which is interesting because normally everything that Apple does, at least on this privacy front, it's all been sort of included. It's part of like the initial agreement, if you will. You pay more for this Apple device than you would for an Android device. And with that, we'll protect your privacy. That's sort of like the unwritten rule that Apple has been saying here. But this is going to be an added service that I would imagine it's probably not going to be that costly. So it's going to up their bottom line and it's going to provide an additional layer of security for people. And again, it's something that's going to make it a little bit harder for marketers to sort of see this web traffic and paint a picture of who the users are because with private relay, all traffic that's leaving an Apple device is going to be encrypted through these different servers. And even Apple is saying that they can't identify who the user is and which sites they visit. So I think that that's going to be potentially a really big piece of this as well. It will be. And I think that the main takeaway is that this is this is obviously a big concern with Apple. Like you said, it's, it's something that they think is vital to, to their business, selling their products. And so I expect more of this to come in the future. I expect them to be more changes that we're going to just, again, we're just going to roll with it. They're, they're not going to be able to kill marketing. They're, we're still going to be able to talk to our patients. We're still going to be able to gather people. It's just going to be a matter of changing how we do things. Yeah, for sure. For sure. No, I totally agree with you. And the last thing that I wanted to mention, not privacy and security related, but it did come out of the WWDC. 
is one of the new photo features where the camera app is now going to be able to identify text on pictures and, and then allow you to copy that text and paste it and interact with it or edit it or whatever, which I think is not only really cool, but that opens up a lot of doors for us as well. So like, for example, if someone sees let's say you send them a mailer from your practice and you've got a new patient special as a dentist office for 159 bucks, you get the cleaning and the whole nine. So now you could just kind of point the phone at it and then it will recognize the phone number and then the user can click on the phone number and then call your office that way. So hopefully some of these features as they begin to roll out in iOS 15, which should hit, I think later this year, usually it's around October, that should open some doors for us too. So it'll be really interesting to see how these features take and how the security landscape kind of changes. But I think that the ability to take these photos and kind of interact with them in a new way opens a lot of doors. I think it does too. Yeah, that, that, like I said, for everything they, they take away, they're going to give us more exciting stuff. So just, <laughs> right. Be more creative. I mean, it's just open up our creativity and find new ways to, to do some things in the market. Yeah, for sure. Cool. Okay. So yeah, we're just about out of time for today's episode. So Chad, thanks again for joining us. Yep. Always and uh, awesome. Yeah, glad to hear that. You have to say that. You're paid to say that. Uh, <laughs> and if you guys have any questions about anything that we discussed today, feel free to send us a message on Twitter, Instagram at Dr. Marketing Tips. You can find us at DR Marketing Tips, and we would be happy to chat. So with that said, thanks for listening to the Dr. Marketing Tips podcast, and we'll catch you in the next one. Thanks, guys. Thanks for listening to the DrMarketingTips.com podcast. If there's anything from today's show you want to learn more about, check out DrMarketingTips.com for our podcast resource center with all the notes, links, and goodies we mentioned during the show. If you're not already a subscriber to our show, please consider pressing the subscribe button on your podcast player so you never miss one of our future episodes. And if you haven't given us a rating or review yet on iTunes, please find a spare minute and help us reach and educate even more of our medical practice peers. Thanks again for listening, and we'll catch you next time. Doctor's Orders. Doctor's Orders.